in a world where I say, hello, dear listener, and welcome to, I was going to say cellulose free. And welcome to... It is Cellulose Free. It is. That is the title. I would have been right if I'd said that. Yes. But you didn't. You decided not to. That's right. Okay. Cullen had a problem and a microphone to spare. Thomas took it up and so the podcast went to air. For weeks and months they trolled through... Every single DVD They've unwrapped all the ones they can And now they're cellulose free Now they're cellulose free Hello dear listener and welcome to Cellulose Free My name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher Compadre and son, Thomas Hi, hello What have you been up to? I made a big spreadsheet Mm-hmm. And then... I did some numbers on that spreadsheet, and then I realised that I'd done basically all I could do on that spreadsheet, and that sent it off to someone else who might be able to do more with it. Oh. Mm. Oh. That sounds intriguing. It does. Okay. And later tonight, I might do some work on a different spreadsheet. <laughs> That's completely unrelated to the first spreadsheet. Oh, you're one of these artists that uses a spreadsheet and colours in each box to create a... <laughs> I would not call anything that I'm doing right now artful. Oh, oh okay. When I sent off the spreadsheet, I apologised for the organisational mess because it is a bit messy. Oh. But, uh, did, but... did you not include documentation? No, no, it it's fairly self-evident. Right. But it is a bit of a mess. Uh-huh. But the recipient is quite appreciative. Uh-huh. He was going to do something along those lines anyway, but his time is not... <laughs> doesn't have a lot of time at the moment. Uh-huh. And so I was going to do the spreadsheet anyway, but if he was looking for it, I was happy to give it over. Is it a multi-page spreadsheet? It, it is a multi-page spreadsheet, Ooh. but only because most of those pages are just subsets of one big page. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So, yeah, something might come out about that at some point. Or it might not. It might not. Who is to say? Who is to say? It is not me. Tim. What else have you been up to? I watched The Amazing Spider-Man 2, and it was okay. <laughs> Had you not seen it before? I'd not, no. Ah. No. The first one I saw on this podcast. Yep. And then I never got around to pulling out the disc for the second one. And then Sony made a deal with Disney. And now all of the Spider-Man films are on Disney Plus, except for No Way Home, I think, which is still... Doing the circuit. In its first pay window, as the industry parlance goes. So I played some more Kentucky Route Zero, Good. and it continues to be very surreal and <laughs> I, I did, I confess that during the editing of last week's episode, I did stop my editing to have a, a little bit of a look-see, and it, it does look intriguing. And I, I've just got the last act to wrap up, but right. the spreadsheeting sort of interrupted the weekend wow, by taking how up... how rude. 
all of it. So yeah, I'll finish Kentucky Route Zero at some point when I'm not doing other things with vaguely more applicability to the real world. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Oh, I have been up to... Well, today I spent a lot of the day with a good friend taking photographs of churches around Hobart. Which is a thing that you do from time to time? I, I do. Um, I don't take as many photos as he does. He's building up a website of and trying to photograph all of the churches in Tasmania and... There are lots and lots and lots and lots of them. And he lives up in Launceston, which is the other end of the state. So mm. I actually do the navigating when he comes down. So I flip over to that website from time to time, and I am consistently surprised at just how many current or former church buildings of some description yes. there are. Yes, because he's covering every one that he can track down uh, as existing, whether the building exists still or whether it's being converted to a house or is being used for office or what have you. He's doing a write-up for every single one, and it's it's a lifetime's work. It is. Uh, <laughs> but he's he's retired now, so it makes it a little bit easier for him. Uh, only a little bit, but he gives me a list of ones that he wants to, to visit and I plot them into a delivery app mm -hmm. and uh, it calculates the quickest route from wherever we happen to be parked at the time. Except that uh, his, his vehicle and my phone uh -huh. and the GPS reception in my phone mm. tend to clash a lot. <laughs> the, the, so The thing about the global positioning system is that it relies on satellites which are way up there above you. Yes. And between you and them is a roof. Yes. <laughs> and the signal that they're putting out is not terribly strong. But I don't tend to have this problem with our car, but in his vehicle there seems to be a little bit of a lag. So I've changed apps that, that gives it a little bit of extra warning as to what street name that we're we're meant to be looking for rather than a turn left now no you've gone past it <laughs> so bit 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 of metal in the roof maybe <laughs> i don't know what it is um yeah so that's that's what i've done today and been editing some more photos and nothing much however we do have a film to watch we do and what is that film that we're watching today? That film is The Lady Killers from 1955. Not to be <laughs> confused with the 2004? I think it was 2014. It's one know. of those, the, the Coen brothers. Yes, that I have not seen. I have not either. No. And isn't supposed to be that good, so... No, certainly not a patch on the original, which is what we're watching Today. Uh, and is why the rare instance of a year in brackets in the title of this podcast. That's right. Mm. What's it all about? That's a great question. We have here a combination <laughs> of tiny text that just barely reaches above the resolution of the printer that printed <laughs> it. And what I would not call a body font. No. Do you want me to bring it up on the app? No, I, I think I can do it. All right. It's, it's, 
Oh, and also a, a dark yellow on a dark blue in some places. Excellent. The Lady Killers follows the hilarious capers of a group of small-time crooks taking on more than they can handle in the form of their sweet elderly landlord, Mrs. Wilberforce. The criminal gang, posing as a string quartet, are unprepared for their landlord's meddling when one of the musicians' cases gets caught in a door, revealing the group's true identity. I would like to point out that when he said musicians, he said it in air quotes. So that's what we're watching. It's not streaming anywhere that I know of. So we've got it on disc. This is the sound of me making air quotes. Lovely. I might That'll have to boost through. that. <laughs> um, Tom is going to open the case. I can't open the case. Open it the... is physically impossible for me to open the case right now. Is it? Because... <laughs> has it not been taken out? It has not been taken out. This is not cellulose-free, then? No. Wow. This is the rare episode oh. of cellulose-free in which the title is not accurate. Thomas is going to unwrap the case. <laughs> and so we have to fall back to the still under wraps that has been on the cover art this <laughs> entire time. <laughs> Oh. oh, I miss this sound. Because I thought of Cellulose Free as like a subtitle when clearly it was the title of the podcast. <laughs> He's unwrapped the case. He's going to open the case. He's going to find that there's no disc in there. No, I'm going to find that there's, there's two, two discs, discs in here. Right, one with special extra features. Yes, the one marked bonus disc. Right, that's the one he's not going to take mm. out of its case. He's going to take the movie out of its case. He's going to pop it into the machine. We are going to watch it and then come back and talk about it. So we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. On disc A. Oh, yes, well, disc... disc um, Non-bonus. Disc... Feature film. Uh, you, you just hit the mic. Yeah, I did. Disc. <sighs> We're a professional podcast, Thomas. We don't <laughs> knock the mic. Disc BD49227 slash 1. That number again. BD49227 slash 1. Our operators are standing by. Call now. You'll also receive a free set of steak knives. No, you'll also receive disc BD49227-2. Oh, that's fair enough. Mm. No steak knives. No. Sorry. And our operators are not standing by. No, and they're not. No. They're all at the water cooler. Why are they all at the water cooler? (laughs) Did something happen They're talking about Andor. Uh, yeah. 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 Which they've had time to watch. Unlike us, who... Uh, sacrificing the opportunity to watch Andor, which is a logic operator, mm. uh, <laughs> to record this podcast. I wasn't planning to. <laughs> oh, that's right. You you still haven't watched Mandalorian, have you? No. I think we're stalling. I, I, I straight up do not care about any of the Star Wars TV shows because I don't, I don't have the brain space to handle... Both that 
and the MCU, which is also pumping out yes heaps of stuff at a probably unsustainable rate. Uh, yeah, yeah, very much so. <sighs> Put the disc in, would you? You mongrel. I can't get up. We're still recording. Oh. So, what did you think? <sighs> it's it's good. It's it's not a perfect film, but it's 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 good. I'm I'm happy that we watched it. I'm I'm feeling quite chuffed. Mm. I confess, it is a a, a fun <laughs> a, a fun romp, and. <laughs> It does show its age, and it it shows all its wrinkles, and that's just fine. (laughs) (laughs) There there was a disclaimer, I think, before we got to the main menu. It's like, "Mm, there are some values possibly reflected in this film that uh, do not apply today, and I don't think I noticed anything that would have needed that. I I don't know (laughs) Um, did, did they just blanket stick that all over all uh, the the Ealing comedy re-releases? Maybe they did. Um, I've certainly seen that uh, disclaimer on numerous things. Um, a number of Warner Brothers cartoons have that uh, disclaimer at the the beginning, and uh, when it came up, I was thinking, "Huh, what what is in the here?" and I'm thinking maybe there's a bit of racism or or something. But no, it, <laughs> it's a bunch of white people. Yeah, just being uh, terrible to each other. Uh, but <laughs> maybe it's the oafish, large, dim criminal stereotype that they felt bad about. <laughs> the, the the stereotype that people are still using exactly. today. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I should point out that my youngest son decided to sit in on, on this, and I, I was curious to see how he would take it, because it has very much a feel of a stage play mm-hmm. that has been converted into a film. And I did mean to look up whether that was the case or not. But certainly the Ealing Studios uh, of that time did have that that feel to them. A certain primitiveness to it that definitely shows, but the acting and the characters uh, and the storyline more than make up for that. And it's interesting that you mentioned uh, earlier in the podcast about how trying to keep track of all the Marvel Mm -hmm. uh, cinematic universe. Uh, So many of those are the other way around. They're they're visually impressive. They absolutely bedazzle you, but actually a lot of them plotline-wise and even acting-wise, yeah, I, I think... If if I had a choice of a good, solid storyline and, and good acting and possibly some clunky sets and uh, some clunky sound effects, I would rather that than a bedazzlement of colour and action and movement with very little 
impact, they're all very much a blur in my mind. There's only certain standout Marvel films for me, and all the rest is a very much a blur. Um, whereas this, I watched it many, many moons ago with you, mm-hmm. um, and I still remembered that feeling of enjoying it. I'm glad that my memory failed me enough to still get a lot out of the twists in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't a case of remembering every step of the way through it. It, it was, uh, ah, that, that is cool. And sort of sitting behind Daniel and, and watching him react to some of the, the scenes. It was really, really good to see that it worked for a 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. In this day and age, um, he thoroughly enjoyed it, and I thoroughly enjoyed it too. Yeah. It's, it's just the right length. Yep. Um, it, it didn't drag. There were craziness happening. Uh, you felt uncomfortable for these criminals, but you also wanted them to get their comeuppance <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as well. <laughs> and and all, in, in the middle of it all, there's this little old lady mm-hmm. <laughs> who's... who's a pain in the neck, mm-hmm. but is also trying to do the right thing. <laughs> it has a, a very strong three-act structure. Yes. Very solidly set up complication denouement. <laughs> yeah, which also adds to that feeling of a stage play as well. Mm. Um, you can definitely draw a line in between each of those three acts. It's, a... it, it's about at the 30-minute mark and about <laughs> at the hour mark. <laughs> the film's good if you, yeah. have, if you have an opportunity to get a hold of it. Yes. Do. Yes. Do get a hold of it. I, I think one of the things that I really enjoyed about it was watching the growing frustration throughout all the acts that these criminals had towards this little old lady. Uh, Absolute frustration with her, but also a development of fondness, I guess would be the (laughs) most accurate word as as well, Um, which which causes the ultimate dilemma at the end. So, yeah, it's good. Oh, oh, oh no, I have gotten to know this woman. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's 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 why you you don't name farm animals. Mm-hmm. Yep. As soon as you name farm animal animal, it makes it a lot harder to put that farm farm animal on your plate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that there's any cannibalism in this film. I should I should mm-hmm. stress that. Yes. There is no. There's plenty of tea, offerings of coffee, and <laughs> there's there's numerous apples, but. No, no cannibalism. Of course, not naming your animals is how we get to factory farming. Oh, I don't understand. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. Don't, don't explain. Do not. No. 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 Um, right. Do you have anything else that... Um, your copious notes. No. 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 I, I kept going to take notes and then not. No. And I, I think that has to do with the fact that once you accept that this film is going to show its age, mm-hmm. but it, not in a way that, say, 80s movies do, mm-hmm. um, it's a completely different showing of age. Um, but when, once you establish that, 
it is a film that you can just completely sink your teeth into. And once you accept it's going to show its age, it's also important to remember that that also enables it to... That there was a couple of spots where I thought this would be almost impossible to set in today's world mm-hmm. because the mobile phone would make a whole heap of things not be workable or you'd have to make it so much more convoluted to get around uh, the fact that they're not using mobile phones and it would be clunky. I can think of one gag that just wouldn't work Yeah, because you wouldn't need to do it. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you don't have anything else you wish to? Nope. I I had a feeling that this was going to be a short segment of the podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. It it was very much a a guilty, I really want to sit down and watch this with you again and hope that the memories of the first time around and how much, hey, that was was good Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, stuck. And it is. It's still good. All right, we, we shall move on then. The following segment has no title. Thank you. So, first of all, from Eve Pie. Hi, Eve Pie. Uh, who says... I'm sorry. You know, you didn't have to stop making the show just because I started listening. <laughs> if I realised I'd push you over the listener quota, <laughs> I'd have been more careful. That, that, that's what it was. Yep, it was that listener quota. Once we had hit the big time, mm. uh, you know, it's like those big one-hit wonder bands that get their one hit and then disappear into obscurity. We, we've hit our fame quota-wise, and now we're going to disappear into obscurity. <laughs> In seriousness, I look forward to the remaining episodes and hope you both enjoy future endeavours. Yes, yes. Yeah, so this plan of our um, radio play is just coming along in leaps and bounds. It's going to be great. I I think by the time we get to it, we might have a script. (laughs) Well, I've got this concept, all right, Uh where one of us writes the script and we perform it and it has to end at a cliffhanger. And then the, the other person has to, with no consultation, come up with the next episode that follows on from the cliffhanger that's been left by the first person and resolve that cliffhanger and end their episode on a cliffhanger. And then it gets handed back and... Are you trying to exquisite corpse a radio play? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that means. Uh, I've got to remind myself exactly what it means. It's... It's possible, but I don't think it's likely that I have messed this up. Right, so Exquisite Corpse is a game or method for producing something. Mm -hmm. Uh, It could use words or images. And in each round of the game, you are only allowed to see what the last person has produced. And Ah, you then have to continue it on. Right, yep. 
there, there are certainly uh, various different mm. um, takes on the the concept. I mean, even when it comes down to folding a piece of paper into numerous parts, and then one person draws the head on the top part, then it gets passed on to the next person who only sees the the little bits of the neck, and then draws the neck and the shoulders, mm-hmm. and then the next then folds it over and um, and theatre sports. Yeah, has a, a time jump where the bell rings at a certain spot and they've got to suddenly jump into a, a totally different scenario from the spot that they've been left at. And certainly there are TV shows that end in season finales that have done it like that where the writer has absolutely no idea how the cliffhanger is resolved but has that cliffhanger. And it is quite often a completely different writer that has to write the opening of the next season. So they're they're left in much that scenario. Say, for example, regenerations and specifically regenerations involving a change of uh, showrunner on Doctor Who. On Doctor Who, yes. (laughs) Uh, What do we do with this? Anyway. She's falling. She's fallen out. (laughs) How does she get them out of this? Well, you'll have to wait, won't you? You will. <laughs> um, over on YouTube, Dunkel. Hi, Dunkel. Six days ago, as yes. we're recording this, uh-huh. uh says, even firster. <laughs> and 12 hours ago... So that is still a thing, then. Mm. Get, getting in first. Yeah. 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 Uh, and 12 hours ago... Right. ...makes a guess. Excellent. Is an excellent guess. Towards last episode's file name. Yes. Uh, last week we watched Palm Springs. Yes. And, and when I uh, took a photo of that, f- the file name for Palm Springs uh, before I wiped it, um, I looked at it and thought, what was it we watched last week? <laughs> the guess is yes. PLMSPR. Which makes far more sense to me than what I went for. <laughs> Which we'll get to. <laughs> yes. In a moment. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dunkle, but uh, I do like yours much better than mine, uh, but that's not how the game plays. Meanwhile, over on Facebook, <laughs> Helen... Hi, Helen. ...says, So I intended to comment on this episode, but not only did I forget what I was going to say, I forgot that I intended to say it. Uh, on Starman. So, two right. weeks ago. Okay. Uh, so, I had to listen to the episode again, and then I got the sads for the second time because of the <laughs> bombshell. But I understand the reasons for the decision, and it has the advantage of meaning that I won't have to try to fit in two different podcasts in a week in the new year. Excellent. Although I can make some suggestions. Uh, yes, I have been to meet your crater, and she's left a number of photos yes. on the Facebook page. It's big, isn't it? And it's too late, but I haven't listened to the next episode. Right. So I'm just going to put this here for the record. Uh-huh. S-T-A-R-M-N. Starman. Whereas I went the other way around. You took out the other A, I did took you? out the other A. Mm. I went for S-T-R-M-A-N. So, sorry, Helen. No dice on that. Meanwhile... On last week's episode, on Palm Springs, yes, she continues, I'm about to pick up a copy of What If 2 later today, ah. and I'm quite looking forward to reading it. 
I feel sad for the lost felt picks, their destiny unrequited, <laughs> or some such melancholy. <sighs> I will skip past that for a moment. And since you have watched over 170 movies for these podcasts, it is not surprising that you can't remember them all. Yeah, yeah. when you put it that way, that that's probably fair enough. But I think I have high expectations of my brain. And Why? <laughs> oh, I used to have, from recollection, <laughs> a really good memory. <laughs> or at least I thought I did. So maybe that's a big um, misconception that I have of my memory. Maybe my memory is completely normal and average, but I, I used to think that memory-wise I was good. Um, very good, but now, she, no. She continues that she'll probably give Palm Springs a miss mm-hmm. because she's not a mad fan of lots of dill, pickles or olives. Mm-hmm. Yep. For those of you who don't get the reference, you will have to listen to the Palm Springs episode. Or just guess. <laughs> or, ju- or just guess, yes. And finally, her guess for the file name is... Yes. Also PLMSPR. <laughs> it was obviously the obvious way to go. All right. So, dear listener Helen and dear listener Dunkel, I went for PMSPRG. Why? Why did it... Pums- it, it doesn't it just doesn't work no i have failed you all right so i i think you can both pat yourself on the back for a much much better choice than than i went for i'm about to show thomas mm-hmm. what i went for uh for the lady killers yeah that's that's probably gettable all right so that's high praise indeed mm-hmm. <laughs> um um Yes, the Lady Killers condensed it down to six letters. My solution is uh, that's gettable. I, in fairness to you, yes, Palm Springs is difficult to condense. It is, and I think I said that uh, in the episode. Um, however, I, I think the solution provided by our two dear listeners who provided solutions was was far more elegant. But also keep in mind that I. I don't spend any deal of time producing the file name. Uh, mm-hmm. So <laughs> you get what you get. You get what you get and you don't get upset. All right. Good. Any- <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else from our dear listeners? No. All right, no, then. Not that I'm aware of. We shall move on then. Pick a film for next week. So we can go to bed. And it's your turn. It is my turn. It is definitely your turn. Okay. <laughs> this film is from 2012. Okay. It stars uh, Taylor Kitsch, Alexander Skarsgård, Rihanna, and Liam Neeson. It has a 5.8 on IMDb. Is it long? It is... Slightly over two hours. Oh, slightly over two hours. All right. It's an adaptation. Of a book? No, not of a book. Okay. Liam Neeson. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Really? 
Oh, okay. Do, do you want a buzz? <laughs> I do want a buzz. Uh, it's one of my favourite films. And I can't believe I spent so... Because <laughs> I, I didn't... I honestly didn't think this would be on the radar, if it is what I think it is. It is this battleship. This is battleship. Oh, there, there, there is a god. <laughs> um, was that on my original I'd Like to Revisit? Uh, no, no, uh, it was uh, on mine. Yes. Um, and I think I cheated a little making that my first list in that I saw that it was on your list. And so I felt like, okay, I, I don't have to put this on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's in my final eight. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, this, this will be, I suspect, uh, um, uh, more of a note-taking exercise mm-hmm. than our previous podcasts because... <laughs> It, it isn't a great film. It's not, no. It, it's a pretty bad film, but it's a wonderful film. At least I think it is. You, you but seem I don't to trust. I don't trust my memory anymore, as I've explained, so it may be really, really bad. But I've watched it a number of times and always come out of it with a smile on my face, which is on my face now. So that's going to be the real test, mm-hmm. whether I come out at the end of next week's movie with a smile on my face. Will, will podcasting it ruin the experience? Indeed, will it? For those of our dear listeners who have not had the wonder and joy of watching Battleship, would you tell our dear listener what Battleship is all about, please? From Hasbro, the company that brought you Transformers, Battleship is an epic-scaled action-adventure that unfolds across the seas, in the skies, and over land, as our planet fights for survival against a superior alien force. Directed by Peter Berg, and starring Taylor Kitsch, Alexander Skarsgård, Rihanna, and Liam Neeson, Battleship features some of the most incredible special effects and breathtakingly explosive action sequences ever filmed. (laughs) I I feel somewhat guilty talking about fleshy um, special (laughs) effects now. Next week, we are watching Battleship. We are. We hope that you can join us when we do so. But until then... We'll catch you next time. Bye. You have been listening to Cellulose Free. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Cellulose Free is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. We keep track of our extensive physical media collection through My Movies, which we highly recommend. You can find links to that as well as other places you can find us in the show notes. Cellulose Free is a Hi Hello production. (laughs) I I don't even know what compelled me to add it to my final eight, to be honest, but I felt... I felt we needed something. Yes, I, I think it's an inspired choice. <laughs> I'm so glad that I haven't checked your list. And and now I'm definitely not going to check it. <laughs> I, I know that your list has changed recently. It has.
It has. Do you know how it's changed, though? You I, looked, didn't you? I, I know which one's come in, mm-hmm. but I can't remember which one's gone out. Ah, okay. Yeah, that was a hard thing to do, too. But that's the I case. expect so. Yeah. I nearly left it in so that it would be in the random. But, yeah, anyway. Battleship is an epic-scaled action-adventure that unfolds across the skis... Across the skis. Across the skis. 